Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Blendish. What up? <laughs> um, a podcast where we talk about blended families, mm-hmm. the challenges, the beauties, the nuances, and everything in between. We are your hosts. That's Robert. And that's Katie. And we are Blendish. Blendish. So um what's been going on with you this week um <laughs> what's been going on this week um not a whole lot uh just cleaning my house and spending time with the kids mm-hmm. and um that's it kids had a basketball game today the boys actually um they had they just started basketball mm-hmm. and it was uh quite interesting time watching them play ball yeah i sure it was that. fun yeah it was dope yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch you. Um, my week has just been preparing for the holidays, just preparing for company in the house. Mm-hmm. So just getting the house together and tell them what you've been doing to get your house together. Uh, I remodeled my bathroom. You did. You did a good job. So I got it all, got that all finished. It's all updated. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just finished completely. Finished it the other day. So, but that's it. And just trying to like decorate my house and just make it feel like more homey. My home is my sanctuary. Good. So it's important that my house feels like a home. That's real life. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much been my week. A heart is Mm -hmm. a house for Mm -hmm. love. (laughs) All right, I'll quit. Okay. So before we get started, uh, <laughs> sing a shot for me. Which one is mine? Is this mine? Yeah. Said we're the reason why you're always getting faded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to leave my back alcoholic. You get excited when this someone's so like food. Okay, but let's talk about how you just switched to the glass that you thought was, appeared that had more. It was in right. It. He, no, it was right here. <laughs> I, I said, "Is this mine?" Because it's right in front of me. After you call me an alcoholic, you take the glass that is completely is this has does this have the more i don't know but it looks well, you, like you it. you can have it no you can because you can go right to sleep past that <laughs> let me get that no 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 i think it's honestly the same it just looks like that one has more because of its shape mm. what are you trying to get me drunk uh, maybe <laughs> take a shot for me all right what's the toast because i'm the bartender <laughs> look at it neat <laughs> all right it's on you this week all right Okay. Okay, so uh this week who am I going to toast to? I am going to make a toast to um dedication in fatherhood. I think I've been addressed with a few things that have um challenged me, right, uh, as an individual in regards to discipline. Uh after watching my kids basketball game today. Uh, I had a lot going through my head uh, for them both. They played football, so they did a great job. But then basketball was a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I would consider myself and people that know me an athlete, so I could definitely, like I said, teach my kids this sport. But it made me say, hey, man, I need to spend some time here as a father to help build confidence mm-hmm. uh, in my in my children, in my two boys. Mm-hmm. And I think confidence is going to be something that's that's going to be this is a really long toast this is <laughs> so yeah so so so, so dedication. basically you're so basically you're toasting to yourself uh no 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 you're toasting I'm, to yourself I'm, I'm giving a toast to all fathers all fathers as a challenge 
to be more dedicated, be more dedicated as a father and spend more time with your boys or your lady, your young, your young daughters to build up confidence and awareness of self. Amen to that. All right. Bye now. Toast to dedication. I feel like that's the beginning of a rap song. That's that Nipsey. A toast to dedication. It is? Yeah, that's that Nipsey. I, I thought so. Yeah. I didn't think so, Nipsey, but I thought it was a yeah. beginning to some rap song. I think the Catherine is coming out in. Goodbye. <laughs> Ooh. <coughs> Ooh. <coughs> I'll just yeah. went down the wrong way. Mm. Okay. I kind of burned my throat. Said I'm the reason why you always getting faded. Yeah, I see. So <clears throat> today's episode, we are talking about. Okay, so let me give a little. Let me preface this with something. <clears throat> give a little pretext. Okay. So we are always talking about, um, kind of how we have. <clears throat> a blessed situation mm-hmm. where we are, we have children who um for the ma- a majority of our children have adjusted really well mm-hmm. to this new situation however we have not focused on the challenges that are coming with the one that is not mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we know that more oftentimes than not you know we have been blessed with this situation where most of the kids are just really happy and they seem well adjusted and they seem perfectly fine. And um, we we just haven't focused on, like I said, the challenges of, the, you know, we've kind of brushed over them and just like mentioned it here and there. But it's actually a larger issue than what we've discussed on the show. Mm-hmm. So tonight um, <clears throat> we are going to be discussing... Um, the difficulties with a challenging stepchild or, or stepchild to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is kind of going to be a raw conversation. Yeah. As you all know, this show is not scripted. Her bear is cracking his neck right now. I'm getting no. ready for this. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm, I'm looking at I can tell you're just so uncomfortable right now. It is a very... I, I can just... I'm looking at you. You're like, yeah. And then... So... <laughs> and... Mm. Well, I mean, these are uncomfortable conversations. Let's just where, have it. Where, where, where you're talking about somebody's like pride and joy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So um, we are going to be talking about how to deal with this challenge. Okay. So to give a little background about the situation, we do have, um, we do have one little one mm-hmm. who um, can be dis- very disrespectful mm-hmm. and who also um, is um, has some challenges with following directions and just overall making um, just making some comments that can kind of almost are comments that are being made I feel like to try and put a wedge between me and you okay. Um, so something that I'm really frustrated about that I didn't, haven't really talked to you about yet, and I'm, I'm wanting us to talk through how we're going to work through this. Okay. But 
So when I was thinking about dealing with um, dealing with our one that is having more challenging time adjusting to this new situation, my first thought was, okay, you have to like recognize the need or um, the reason behind whatever behavior is being displayed. Mm-hmm. And when I started to think about where is this behavior coming from besides, besides the fact that this is just a new family dynamic that he may not be the happiest with, um, I also started to think about the fact of the confusion that is happening okay. within the two households. Okay. So I think that the thing that is becoming confusing between the two households is the different expectations like what's expected in one household and the aura that's being given in one household and then the aura that's being given in the other so for instance um i'll give you the example of the mommy situation so skylar was calling me mommy mm-hmm. her mother expressed her dislike for it and it was expressed to both of us Mm -hmm. she and i had a conversation and from what i took away from that conversation was that it was okay for her to continue to call me that okay as long as she she made it seem as though that as long as she knew that the intent was pure that that's all she cared about Mm -hmm. however then after that it started to be repeatedly told to Skylar over and over and over again that this was wrong and that I'm not, that's not your mom, that's not your da-da-da-da, that's not your sister, that's not your... So in one household, there's this sense of family and togetherness Mm -hmm. and we're trying to create our like family bonding time and like whatever family structure we're going to have moving forward. And it's this, this, this idea of you know, we're we're not going to say that, no, that's we're not going to tell the kids, no, that's not your brother or no, that's not your sister. Because if we become married, you know, and we're working towards that at, at one point, like we are going to be mm-hmm. under one roof. And so we're, in a sense, preparing for that. Mm-hmm. And so in our household, it's like, it's okay and everything's fine. But then when they go to mom's house, it's being like jammed in their heads that this ain't your family, that ain't your mama, that ain't your this, that ain't your sister, that ain't your that, like, you know. And so I think that it's becoming confusing for him and I think that he can sense something. And then when Skylar, when she finally got Skylar to stop, I almost feel like, and then you didn't necessarily say anything about it. Like mm-hmm. you didn't necessarily have any more comment commentary about it after that. It's almost like what she says goes now. Okay. And um, I think what kind of needed to happen or needs to happen is like, you guys, what happened, I think the kids need to understand expectations and especially um, – the middle who are having a challenging who's already challenging by nature yeah and is having the more challenging time with adjusting to the situation i think that putting this in his head is making him like confused and i think because he is more of a mama's boy and he kind of um you know kids kind of gravitate towards one parent or the other it's just like 
how life goes and he gravitates more towards towards his mother so because his mother is making it seem like this is like this unacceptable like dirty scenario Mm -hmm. um it's making him i think act out and not treat me the right way and it's also making the adjustment for him probably very confusing because it's like you know I'm I'm getting the sense that this is wrong. This togetherness is wrong in this one household that I really prefer to be in. Are you saying that for the middle one? Yes. I'm okay. saying that where when he's with his mother, I think he's getting the sense that what we have going on is unacceptable. Okay. Because that's what's being pushed I in my personal opinion and from what I've seen, it seems like that's being what's put into their heads. Like and I think that it's having an impact on the family dynamic. So I guess my question to you is, what are we going to do to be like, set the expectations of like, this is what happens in our household and this is what happens, you know, or not this is what happens, but this is what happens in our household. And, you know, your mother will set the expectations for what happens over there, but the two don't necessarily have anything to do with one another. Okay. And I think that it's important because it is confusing when you have two people who have these different expectations and none of them are really like communicated. And so as a kid, you're trying to figure out who's right, who's wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's really not about who's right and who's wrong. It's just that this is what happens in my house and that's what happens when you're over there. Okay. And so when you're in my house, I want you to know this is what I expect of you and then this is what's okay and this is what's not okay. So that it kind of lowers the confusion because I feel like where a lot of it comes from, where the disrespect and all of that comes from, it comes from him playing off of one, knowing that you two don't get along that that well. Mm -hmm. And then also knowing that mom has a totally like different view about what our situation, about what's going on in our household, that mom is disapproving of what is going on. And then when it actually played out in a scenario where he saw really what mom wanted trumped what was, you know, what we wanted Mm -hmm. or what was just happening, it's almost like, okay, now what? Now I see that maybe like what mom says is just like how it's supposed to be. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense how I'm wording that? Or is it like... A little bit, but I, you know, it's one of them, for me, it's one of those moments just like, tell me a little bit more about that because... It sounds like you have a lot. It sounds like it's a lot going on in your mind regarding mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? Concerning this particular issue. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those moments. Where really, I can honestly say, I need, I need you. I would like for you to tell me a little bit more about that. Because I'm hearing a lot. I'm hearing that, you know, he is, he feels as if what mom says trumps it. I, I hear that. You know, it's intentional disrespect. I hear that in one household is communicated this way and in this household it's not. Uh, he may be confused. Um, I'm sorry, he's not confused, but he's saying that what happens, what I'm told by mom goes. And I'm hearing that you feel disrespected as well. Yeah. And you feel like, also heard this too, that you feel like I probably could have or should have done something a little differently mm-hmm. that would have thrown that trumped card the mm-hmm. trump card off yeah so i guess i kind of like want to hear more mm-hmm. to so that because I, I i haven't i feel like i have an answer but i don't feel like i have all the information mm-hmm. so give me if you can give me more yeah yeah so um just to stop here really quickly guys 
So this is what is really awesome about therapy and what therapy has taught us. So what you just saw, Mm -hmm. and I don't mean to like, I don't know, like make this stale. But what I think is really important in communication is for the person to repeat back to you what they heard you say so that you can either clarify or that you can affirm that their interpretation of what you've communicated Mm -hmm. is either correct or incorrect. So what you heard me say is exactly what I was trying to say. Okay. So Uh you heard me. That is exactly what I was trying to communicate. Um. And I guess I just want to know how we can how how we can begin to set the expectation for him because it is it is very difficult to deal with a child you know who is being extremely disrespectful mm-hmm. and you feel like um, you know like when I give directions I'm kind of like written off or like literally like laughed at like the just and that's not just for him I was gonna have a talk with my daughter about it as well to be like. Because she kind of just laughs along like <laughs> when I am being serious and giving a direction. It's yeah. like this isn't a joke. Like I'm mm-hmm. an adult and you need to respect what I'm saying. It's not funny, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that I'm light and airy. But like if I'm giving a direction, it needs to be taken seriously. Correct. And I don't want to be talked back to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be disrespected. I don't, Excuse you know, want to be checked by a six year old. Right. So, um, it's like I said, when I was thinking about where it was coming from, I I feel like the disrespect, I feel like, like I said, I I feel like he's already challenging, not just to me, but he challenges you quite a bit Mm -hmm. outside of our dynamic. But I think when our dynamic is added to it, Mm -hmm. I I can see that he mentions his mom a lot. Right. And so I think that mom has a huge influence. So what are we going to be able to do to establish, you know, um, expectations when he is in your household and when we are together? Like, what can we do to or or what do you think you can do to kind of um, show him that what's happening in our household is like what I say goes in my household. So whatever your mom told you before you got here or whatever she's put into your head, just know that that's okay if she wants to speak that in your household. But when you come here, just know that I am Mm. kind of like the ruler of this kingdom. I got you. So I'm going to speak to part of what you're saying. And Mm -hmm. then I think over time, once I'll be able to fully process it, I'll mm-hmm. be able to give you a, a more in-depth answer. Mm-hmm. So let's just let's just put in perspective who we're talking about. Okay. We're talking about a six-year-old. Right. So we're talking about a six-year-old that goes from my home mm-hmm. to our home mm-hmm. to mom's home. Mm-hmm. So we're asking a six-year-old to line up straight when mm-hmm. he's with dad. When he's with dad and dad's significant other, and when he's with mom. So mom has an expectation. You have an expectation. I have an expectation. We have an expectation. So we're asking this six-year-old to line up with all of those. That's exactly what I'm saying is becoming so confusing. Right. So for him, so it's how like... how can we clarify that? So I think, one, it's, it goes with time. Okay. So, right, so like over time, 
he would eventually adapt, right? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things to where I'm not going to beat him in it. I'm not going to beat him into that. Like, you got to think this way. And I wouldn't ask that you do it. And I wouldn't ask that mom does it. I would ask that we just allow him to develop into seeing what it looks like. Now, in that time, in that, in that, in that time frame, in that time frame, we all have to be patient. Mm-hmm. I want something. You want something. We want something. Mom wants something. Everybody wants something out of this six-year-old. So the thing is you got to be patient with him because he's not a 33, 32, 30-plus, 30 21, 18-year-old. He's a little boy. And because he's a little boy, he's learning him. He's learning you. He's learning me. He's learning mom. He's learning <laughs> us. Right mm-hmm. now, also too, you know, um, in 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 as you recognize that he needs time and he needs he requires patience. Mm-hmm. Look at him and then see. Okay, what what are some things that he does? It's like okay, I don't want to call it got it honest, but he knows what he's doing in certain ways, and then mm-hmm. having more so of a concern. Mm-hmm. My first concern was, and I'm just speaking transparently. He has said. To his brother, and he, uh, um, and he, in a sense, of his mother. He didn't, he ended up actually saying it to me. Um, I don't want a dad, or I don't want a mom, or I don't want a brother. That's rejection speaking. That's like not a six-year-old, five-year-old boy. That's rejection. So, and this is why I said this is just rejection speaking. Or he doesn't want. He doesn't want accountability. Accountability. But also too. The accountability piece is true, but the speaking of what he said, he knows that it has to hurt. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he knows what he's giving is rejection. So to know what oh, he's... Oh, you're saying, you know, you're saying he's rejecting. He's rejecting. He, it's a form of him rejecting. He's showing okay. you. He's showing me rejection. He showed you rejection. He showed okay. his rejection. Okay. I thought you meant he was experiencing rejection. You mean he's rejecting well, so, so, someone so, else. So good. Okay. So, so he's had to experience rejection to give it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he's telling me something that he knows may hurt me. He's telling me something that may, he knows may hurt you. He says something to his mother that he knows may hurt his mom because he's experienced it himself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, now cool. Now we got to be, figure out where you got this from, how you know how it feels, and when you received it, how you dealing with it. So when he, when he just, you know, it's like, okay, cool. I ain't got no accountability. I'm going to play this part. I know this this chair sucks right now. Y'all forgive I'm me. I'm sorry. With the this. chair is squeaking. The chair is squeaking. We probably need to put some DW40 on it. So y'all judges, if y'all WD want to, 40. W what is it called? <laughs> WD40. WD, whatever it's called. The the the, the uh we're lubricating lubricating the thing, right? So so um he's experiencing it, mm-hmm. and so he's giving it. So you gotta understand, he he's a young boy. That came from a household when he was three. His mom and dad got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Then dad couple years later gets into a serious relationship and now he's like okay then he sees how mom acts and he sees how dad's how dad acts then he sees how two separate households are that's why it's so important to really treat him like like he's precious not to look at him like oh man you want some trash now there's some areas he needs to be corrected but there's also some areas it's like this is so precious because this small thing can turn into a big thing Mm-hmm. And so, so for me as a father, I look at it like this. When I see people, let's just say pe- people that love me, they side with me. Mm-hmm. 
people that love their mother, they side with their mother. But then I'm like, who the hell siding with my kids? Because my kids are going through things. I'm 33. I process things as a 33-year-old. He's six. He's processing things as a six-year-old. So for me, I'm like, okay, side, side. Who's siding with them? Because he's going through us something. Whether or not we know what to put our finger on it or what to call it, he's going through us something. Mm -hmm. Now, we can call it, oh, he being disrespectful or he tripping or he on some trash. No, he's six, right? And he, some of it, he's got honest. Some of it, he's got, like my oldest boy, um, he used to go through these like tantrums. He'd be upset. Um, I've seen my middle boy go through some tantrums, upset. I'm like, oh, he got that honest. His mother can have a temper. I can have a temper. We can have a temper. So... So, so what happens is, it's like, we're going through, I'm seeing honest behavior. Mm -hmm. Some of the things are like, like trauma experiences. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And I think part of the thing that he's going through right now is kind of like, it's, it's, it's a part of trauma. You know what I mean? Now, now when we get on the same page, we just have to stay consistent, but you also have to expect mom is going to be consistent. He's a human being. He's going to have his choice. So this is why I think that, like I said, it's important that you begin to verbalize what your expectations are in your household. Because what he is experiencing as a six-year-old is confusion. So when there is confusion, there needs to be clarity. Correct. So, so that's why I think it's important that you begin to verbalize in a in an age-appropriate way mm -hmm. what is expected in your household correct and so also another thing i do understand that this is a huge transition and this is a lot for any child to go through with a separation or a divorce correct however we cannot allow this kind of situation um to be an excuse for a child to disrespect Correct. adults. And with children, the more you allow a behavior mm -hmm. and you don't correct it, the more it, it becomes, the harder it becomes to correct. I understand. Because now it's becoming more of like a character flaw mm -hmm. as opposed to a, a, a teachable moment. Okay. So I think what's important is that we start to look at situations and and I understand that it's a sensitive area. Yeah. Of, you know, based on what all the kids are going through right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but also like my child, whether or not she liked you, whether or not she wanted you here, mm -hmm. I am not going to allow her to ever disrespect you. Correct. Just for the fact that you are an adult mm -hmm. and you are a human being. Yeah. And that's not how we communicate with other human beings. And no matter, I, I tell her, when she's sleepy, mm -hmm. she can be mouthy. When she's hungry, she can, she, be, can be, she, can. she can be nasty. She can. And so I tell her, I said, I know you're tired, but that is no excuse for you to speak to me that way. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but I, I'm just feeling grumpy. Okay, well, you can mm -hmm. feel you grumpy, gotta... but you're going to need to check your mouth. Let me stop you right there. Perfect. So this is actually where I was going with this. So okay. my next piece. So for me, um, and I, I'll, I'll wait till you, she's doing something really, really quick. And then we're going to 
dive in, but this is a great conversation. So we were talking about, um, regardless of regard, right, right. So I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. And I want you to be honest with me. Okay. Okay. Do you think that you are pretty? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's weird. Do you think that you are smart? Yes. Do you think... I feel like I'm on a polygraph. <laughs> so I just want to know. So do you think that you are smart? You asked me that. I, I did. Yes. Do you think that you are fun? Yes. Do you think that you are a loving individual? Yes. Did you think that you are fun to be around? Um, most of the time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Some so, of the time. I'm going to ask you a silly question. Do you think that you're light-skinned? Yes. I'm going somewhere with Absolutely this. not. <laughs> light-skinned, but I'm still a dark man. Well, whatever. <laughs> so, my question is, do you think if you were brown-skinned, 40 pounds hot, heavier, or 40 pounds less heavier, not as smart, not as pretty, that my middle child would treat you the same given the situation? Yeah. You think it's usually the same if you were somebody else? I think so. Good. So the reason I made that appointment is I'm going to tell you, just like I did with Kai, is don't take it personal. It's because whether you were who you are, he's going to be the way he's going to be given the situation. So when you take it personal, it's going to be a little bit harder for you to deal with the situation or navigate through the situation. But if you like, okay, cool. If I was somebody else, um, whoever it may be, given the situation, he's going to be the same because it's giving the situation, not the individual. But when you like, man, he dogging me or he disrespectful to me or he saying this to me or he's out of line with me, you're taking it more personal. And I'm not, okay, so here's the thing. It's mm -hmm. not that I'm taking it personal. Okay. It's the fact that it's an issue. And I feel like the issue isn't really being properly addressed by so, either household. So, but so, so this is what I'm saying. And this is where the word patience comes into play. You got to understand, this, is, this, this situation wasn't an elementary situation. It wasn't an elementary situation. It was a big boy adult situation. Mm-hmm. So with that big boy adult situation, it's going to take time for both people to get on the same page. You've 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 been in the presence of me. Hey, we need to get on the same page, or hey, let's do this because it's going to be better for. Mm -hmm. That's going to take time. So here's what I want to challenge you to do. Challenge me. We'll okay. So what I'm challenging you to do right now mm -hmm. is to come up with an actual action plan as Correct. to what is our next step, as to how we are going to navigate um, dealing with a, a, a difficult child. And okay, so I think that step one was mm -hmm. to be to recognize where the behave like where there's a need. We've we've done that. So I was talking. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so um what's i talking i don't know okay but go ahead say I what was, you gotta say go i ahead. was challenging you yeah that's what she was doing. i was challenging you to come up with an action plan so i said number one we wanted to recognize where we think the behavior is coming from for sure and what it, the need is or what is the reason behind the behavior so we've established that yeah now i think that it's important if you're in a situation where you're having an issue with a disrespectful child or a child who is challenge whose behavior is challenging. Um, 
you need to allow you need to express to the parent mm-hmm. what your issue is you need to communicate and then parent needs to take the lead role in correcting the issue okay so um parent needs to lead the charge in that for sure so i just want to make sure that as we're moving forward we're like on the same page with the fact that this behavior isn't going to just be like oh like he's feeling you know traumatized and so we're yeah. just going to brush it under the rug because that's not that's not a helpful or appropriate i feel like sure. response i got you so i'm gonna challenge you okay i'm gonna challenge you so your children's father does not see your daughter half of the time he doesn't see her 90% of the okay. time. So, so so this this is where I'm going. And I'm going to say this in the most, I'm going to give the most, up, utmost respect in this particular situation. Okay. Your child's father does not see dad 90% of the time. Okay. You don't have a second household to deal with. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to, to say? Sure. Okay. I have my kids 50% of the time. I have a second household to deal with. Mm-hmm. I caveated this whole conversation with patience mm-hmm. because what you, you, you may be able, sorry, you may be able to find a space or find some type of sympathy, but you don't have the empathy there. Reason being is because you don't have the same experience that I have. Remember when you're talking, don't tell me what I'm being or what I'm not being. Tell me your feelings. So my, I feel as if. Thank you. So okay. use I feel I statements because for you to tell me I'm, I'm not empathetic so, is insulting. So, so I'm not telling Because you, this has been nine months I got you. of patience. So, so really quick, I'm not telling you that you're not being empathetic. You just said you don't have empathy. I, so given this particular situation, do you have, so let, let's. How can we say this? Let's give the definition of sympathy and empathy. I'm, I know the definition of sympathy and No, empathy. I'm just saying for the listeners. So we're going to paraphrase this thing. So sympathy is something that you can say, okay, I haven't went through that, but I can find myself some, I'm paraphrasing, I can find myself somewhere there to where I can have some sympathy. Empathy is where I'm like. Mm, not quite. Okay. Well, sympathy is like where you like, you, you can, like you feel sorry for it or you have like. You feel for it. You feel for it. Yeah. But you haven't been through it. You haven't necessarily been through it. Or experienced it. it. You haven't necessarily been through it with empathy. You just have like a better, it's like you have an understanding. Well, empathy, you have a better understanding. Empathy, you're like, okay, look, I've kind of been there. I've seen it. I've been a part of it. Mm -hmm. I've experienced it in some way, shape, or form. Right. Can you say that you've experienced having your child in a home 50% of the time with um, X or a... Uh, ex-partner can you say that no but that doesn't mean that i'm not empathetic okay well tell me about that okay so i don't have to necessarily have been through the same thing for me to have empathy for someone empathy just means that i can feel what the other like or i can put myself in that person's shoes sympathy is just like oh i feel sad for you okay i feel sad that this happened to you it's not necessarily like oh i'm i'm feeling for you and your situation and I'm I'm almost I'm feeling how you're feeling. So like, baby, let me ask you this question. So you you've you we've been together nine months. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Yeah. So because we've been together for nine months, let's speak to the empathy piece. You you've experienced what I've experienced in some magnitude, right? Yes. Okay. So if you experienced what I've experienced in some type of magnitude, what can you say given what you've seen? If you were me in my shoes, mm-hmm. 
or someone in my shoes, what could you speak to? Can you repeat the question? I'm sorry, I got side. I, I got sidetracked. I'm in your sidetrack. So, so you've been around nine months. Yes. Because you've been around nine months, what what would you say, as me, from what you have seen to the significant other that has an issue that you currently have right now? What could I say to me if I were you? Correct. Um, I think I think a better question. So basically, what am I looking for you to? What am I looking what for you your looking response for to be? What are you looking for me to do? So what I'm looking for is I'm looking for you to understand that that a disrespectful child and disrespectful behavior mm-hmm. is unacceptable. Understand. And and I have been patient for mm-hmm. months and months and months and months and months. And I feel like at this point, it's to the point where now the situation has escalated, mm-hmm. where this child is now, I feel like, way off the hook. Okay. To the point where... You know, like I told you, I said, I don't want to feel like I can't be around your child without your presence because your child won't listen to me. For sure. So I don't want to have to have that feeling where it's like, no, you can't leave mm-hmm. because this child, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not putting my hands on your child. Mm-hmm. I'm not disciplining. I don't, I'm not at the point where I feel comfortable, like truly disciplining your children. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm not sure that I'll ever get there. Yeah. So I don't want to be, I don't want to. I don't want to be at that point where I can't spend time with your kids without you there because the child is being just so, you know, out of line line with me. For sure. And so that is frustrating. Yeah. So what I would want your response to be is that, you know what? I hear you. I hear where you're coming from. And I am going to do this next time I hear him say this. Because there's also some instances where where you make light of it a mm-hmm. lot and it and it makes me really really upset why don't, why don't we for listening purpose why don't we give an example okay so f- for an example hmm. so we're in the car mm-hmm. and you're talking to me we're at sam's club you're telling me to go inside and you're like i think you told me like we were having conversation and you said go in and I don't know if you told me to hurry up or you told me to do something, but like he felt very comfortable being like, yeah, like, and make sure you go in and come right back out mm. or like, make sure you hurry up. And I so thought it was some, I thought it was something different. I thought there just, was, that was one, I thought it was like, daddy, you spent, you spending and remember that you remember that you spending and like Katie ain't spending. Oh, and that was another thing. Yeah. Okay. So then there okay. was another situation. I'm glad you bring that. Mm-hmm. So then there was another situation where um, we were going through a drive-through, mm-hmm. and Robert was buying food for everyone, and so then he had made a comment like, "Um, why don't Katie take out her wallet and pay? Like, why you gotta pay?" Mm-hmm. And so it's like, now first off, you don't you don't know nothing about. The relationship. Our relationship between our what what how we handle finances between the two of us, whether mm-hmm. I cash app you or whether you cash at me or whether we switch off and regardless, that's not a that's not a conversation I should have for a child. And for a child. And it's yeah. not something you should have to explain yourself to a child. But for a child to feel like so comfortable talking like that, and then you will you will egg it on like 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you what, start yeah, what, what, yeah, what Elijah said. You didn't say it about what that. What he said. You didn't say it about that yeah, situation because at sure. that point I was. Now, baby, look. We're not going to make it seem like I don't put in my fair share. You, you do. You do. You definitely do. Now, I'm going to say this. Let me say this. And I'm glad we're having this conversation on here. Let me say this. Okay. How long have we been together? Like nine months. Good. This is growing pains. I so, know so, that, baby, but, but we no, got to talk about it. It's great that we talk. We've had, we've had conversations, you mm-hmm. know, thank God, outside of this podcast. But when you bring it to the attention, w- would you say that, hey, I don't deal with it? Or would you say, like, hey, okay, you, you say something to me. And I'm like, okay, I see you. This chair is whack. You need to get it. We need to you get a new chair. You want to switch? Mm-mm. So, so you have a merit there. There's a merit there. So normally when you communicate something to me, as an individual I am, if anybody communicates something to me, I take it, even if I don't agree with it, I consider it. So like, so for you, you bring something to my attention. I'm like, okay, cool. I am going to consider this and I'm going to see, you know, what's going on here. Mm-hmm. So you communicating to me about my middle child. Okay. He's like this. He's like that. Or discipline is discipline that. So, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I jump on it. Now, you know, the, the viewers don't know this, but I've had a concern about how to discipline my kids out of, let's just call it concern. Mm-hmm. If I discipline my kids, what may happen or, or, you know, given the situation of trauma or given a situation that was actually going on, mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be something that was used against. Right. Right. So for me, I get it. I'm hearing you. I, I, I swear I'm hearing you. Okay. Every time you communicate something, I'm hearing you. But an- another thing too, we've been together nine months. Now this was, hey, we've been together two years, three years, and this is right, home. right, right. We got a problem. Right. Now here, this is an area of opportunity. Right. Hey, this is what I see. Right. I see this. I think you should, or I think you could, and then we address it. Mm-hmm. It's not like you kept telling me something. And I'm like, mm, to hell with what you saying. I'm going to do it because I can be, to be honest with you, I could be the individual that's so selfish to where I'm like, look, I care about everything about my kids, not about me, not about my significant other. If my kid is cool with it, my kid going to be cool with it and it's going to be that. I could, I could do that. I could easily do that. And it's not healthy for anyone involved and it's a disservice to children to be that way. Exactly. However... When you communicate something to me, I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying here. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Maybe I may have missed that. Right? So so what I would say is I don't want you to feel like it's just something just has been blown off. Now, another thing, too, I would say, and I, I, I think we spoke about this prior, about the kids. I'm like, when you, you going to put some money on? When you going to? I've joked with you like that in front of the kids. But they take it seriously. They're and just, then... but they're kids. So, so, prime example. But have, he, let me say this real quick. Okay. Have you ever noticed to where something will go on between you and I? Whether it's a joke, whether it's serious. And I'm like, Kai, whose side you got? And you can be clearly wrong, but she's going to be like, mm, I got mom's side. All right. <laughs> or, or she's like, mm, no beer. Beer. <laughs> but you can be clearly wrong. You got to understand. We've been together nine months. You've been with Kai six years. Mm-hmm. I've been with Xavier nine. I've been with Elijah six. I've been with Skylar three. I'm dad. To Kai, your mom. Mm-hmm. They're going to have our back. Kai's going to have your back. My kids are going to have my back. So we're into blending. That's how we came up with the whole name. Blendish. We're blending this experience. They're going to have my back. Kai's going to have your back. Now, let me say what I'm hearing, okay? All and right. this is where I'm becoming frustrated. Go ahead now. 
So what I'm hearing from you mm-hmm. is like you're downplaying it. You're kind of making you're not making light of it, but you're you're I understand I understand that it's a growing pain. Mm-hmm. I understand that there needs oh. to be patience. I understand all these things that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is like what happens next? Because we can't keep operating in this way. And it sounds like you're making justifications as to why it's happening and that it's just a part of life and to kind of like just deal with it. And so that is the part that's frustrating for me is that I need to hear the action plan or just the fact that it's like, okay, I don't find it acceptable and I am going to make sure that I don't egg him on or joke or make even though even though you know like you said you you kid around with Kai like whose side are you on but the thing is is that we have three children mm-hmm. who really don't challenge authority okay and then this one does okay so the treatment between the three of them can be fair but not equal so the way that you joke and we're able to joke with the other three isn't necessarily the way I feel that we can joke with this one because they are they are the one that will take an, t- make an inch or I mean make a mile out of an inch. They are the one. The one. The one. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. 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 So the one will you give him an inch and he goes the mile. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I don't think that. It's a situation where if I'm getting out of the car and he tries to check me, I think he's he's trying to check me. And mm. then over these course of the nine months, I've just seen the way that he talks get worse and worse and worse to the point he he's even he's all called his own mother a, a, a sucker. sucker. Right. Like and that is not that to me is showing that there is is too much leniency happening where a child can feel the need to or feel the ability to be able to talk to adults in this way is mm-hmm. not acceptable. And although they may be dealing with the trauma is really, cause I think that it's already probably was a characteristic. It sounds like before the divorce for sure. So, and, and there are children like that who challenge authority more. Mm-hmm. I was like that in my teenage years, not mm-hmm. so much in my younger years in my teenage years i goodbye so i know that children can be that way okay. but the thing is is that we have to correct that behavior and especially when it's happening at this young age okay we don't want it to continue to because i've seen it just like i said in this time become progressively worse so i just want to know you're on the same page with me. so so again so i don't disagree okay i just believe that and given the situation the circumstance it's a little bit more precious than the than the than okay, let's just say mom and dad have a baby. Mom and dad has another baby. Mom and dad then has a third baby. Mom and dad has his third baby. They're in their marriage. They're married 10 years, 12 years. Then this third baby is just off the chain. Mom and dad is dealing with this baby. Now, that's not the situation. The situation is. I, I have three children prior to this relationship. You have a daughter. Prior to, you have one child prior to this relationship. I come in. That child is dealing with different dynamics. So to me, to, I'm sorry. It's just I'm not going to even say I'm sorry. For me, it's a different type of dynamic. It's so precious. Because I could easily, 
I know, baby. You got to just you 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 disagree. I don't disagree with you as far as the child's going to need discipline. The child's going to need rearing. The child's going to be checked. I check him when he trip. I check him when he say something out of line. I don't agree with that. You don't. So 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 you now I'm gonna say this to the listeners. You most recently brought that up. How that was your concern? Yeah. I adjusted. This is we had this, this conversation was just days ago. I was though. gonna say we had this conversation days ago. So you're gonna definitely disagree with it because there's not there's no time for you to see progression. Right. It's a couple days, right? So pr- prime example. So I just need to hear you say yes. It's something that I that I. So baby, I'm gonna tell to you adjust. this. I'm gonna tell you this. I I understand your feelings, but I also understand my child. Yes. Right. So I love you, and I love him. Right, mm-hmm. you're 32. You're getting ready to be 32. Right, stop adding years on you. You 32. I'm just. I'm, I'm not 32. You know, I'm 31. So you're part of you <laughs> is aging faster than Good. the I'm other done. side. I'm so done. I'm done. It's it just going. It just. It won't slow down. I'm. I'm finished. You know. So party got that soul glow, and then party got that great bond. But anyway, so <laughs> so anyway, so. So for, Goodbye. I'm just telling you, so, so for me, I'm like, Hey, look, I understand how precious this is because I could, I could go to a, to a space. Do you, so I'm, I'm going to be super transparent with y'all. Do you remember when we first started kicking it? Yes, Lord. So I'm, 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 I'm going to tell y'all the, uh, it's almost finished. I'm writing a book in this book. This was crazy. We, uh, Katie and I was talking. What did you say? You said something about my middle child. It was about how he, the way he is. And I'm like, wow, I see that in me. You remember that? I, I, I can't remember exactly what, but I told you that you needed to spend more time with him even very early on. Yeah, yeah. So so, so what happened was, I'm going I'm to tell you all this. So I had one of the leaders in my church. He said, look, man, I know he was like three when this happened. And he said, man, don't break his spirit. He said, whoever he's going to be, let him be who he's going to be. Don't break his spirit, though. And so I started to think like, man, how do I control him? But I think like, I can't control him by breaking his spirit. So for me, I feel like my dad couldn't really control me. So to, to get a, a handle on me, he had to some way, some, somehow figure out a way to try to break my spirit for he, so that he could be comfortable, but not really caring about who me as an individual is going to grow to be. Mm-hmm. So for my son, I'm like, man, I see who he can be. I, 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 so I admire how he's, he's six and he's like, man, look, man, bro, I'm a, you know, you pops and they sniffing. And I got mom, but I'm going, I got that about me and I'm like, I ain't going to break that. So wait, 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 okay. no, I give it, I ain't going to break that. Mm-hmm. So he can be to my liking. I'm like, son, if wait, when you son, when you disrespectful, I'm going to jump on you. When you say something out of line, I got to get you. You can have a little space about you or a little part about you that's you, but there's some things to where daddy got to jump on because if daddy don't jump on, somebody else going to jump on. But at the same time, I'm not going to break your spirit. So, baby, I'm going to tell you, what you telling me? Do you think that I'm asking you to break his spirit or I'm asking you to be a disciplinarian? I'm asking, I, I think this. And I to d- this. give some discipline somewhere. I think he... So you, so let's just, so you don't think I've given him no discipline. Come on. We I don't think that, I don't think that you give consistent discipline. No. Okay. 
I don't think that you're disciplined with, and I've told you this, I, I told you that I think that you discipline things that don't matter. There'll be things that are little, and when I bring them to your attention, you address the things that aren't don't matter. But when the bigger things happen, I'm like, that's the thing that you should have so, said something so, no, about. Now, wait, so wait. <laughs> so since, we, since we're talking about it, mm -hmm. likewise, and I'm not doing a tip for tap, but I'm just being real with you. So there's things I've seen you discipline with Kai, and I'm like, that don't mean nothing. Then there's things I'm like, look, she, I've told you this. We talked about this on the first podcast. I'm like, she's going to be a pretty girl. She's going to have her way and she's going to know it. And I'm telling you, like, so you, you mentioned this at the beginning. You like, Kai like laughs. She's just laughing. Like, I'm an adult. You need to hit, hear me. She's laughing because she's know that you're going to fall for it and she's going to get away with it. And I'm like, no, you need to get on that and wait. So then you're like, you're like, no, like, no, that's not a big deal. But, but I would say this, in, 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 in defense for both of us, we both have areas where we can say, hey, you need to jump on this so more. So here's what we need to do. Go so ahead. we're talking about one topic that we both agree on at this moment. Okay. And that is that this one particular child is the challenging, the, the child who is challenging authority far more than any of the others. Okay. We both agreed on that. And that is the topic that we are talking about right now on this show. So watch this, y'all. It's <laughs> dealing with the it's so dealing with this. the challenging behavior of a difficult like of a child who is being adapting difficult. to a situation. So watch this. What would you say this is? There's a point. I'm gonna tell y'all this. So there's a point to where Kai, she FaceTimes her dad, and when she FaceTimes her dad, she's like, "Look, bear." It's my dad. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm like, yeah. So like, for, so for you, you're like, yeah, he's being difficult. And he's like trying to, and he mentioned certain things. I'm like, she. Wait, wait, she, wait, what? You're talking I'm, about, I'm you're talking about, you're talking about, I'm going to tell you, you're talking about middle child, how he would say certain things about his mom and uh, mom, significant other. Like he throws out things. She does this. She's done the same things. But I, I think that you can agree that the intent is totally different. So, the fact that you're because you're you're you have two other children who do the same thing, but we know what, what their intent what, behind what, it. What do you mean to do the same thing? Skylar gets on the phone and hey, hey, mommy, look at Katie or hey, look. I've never, know. baby. I was. I'm gonna be. I'll be real with you. I've never seen her do that. I have. Okay. I have. I have seen. Your old, your oldest is probably the most like he just gets that he gets what's going on yeah. and he can evaluate and he reads social cues. Mm -hmm. But your youngest has done that before, and I know that the intent behind it. My daughter doesn't know anything, and she does not believe. So you that don't think so, baby? I, so you don't. She think does not think that you dislike him or he dislikes you, and I don't think that you two dislike each other no, in I'm, real I, life. I, I won't say I dislike. So him. there's no, there's no. And I don't think it, to pick up on in that way. And no, I don't believe that her intent is to try and stir up trouble. But he, your middle. You think that's his intent. I And I think you know that too. Yeah, okay. You know that. You know mm -hmm. that he even says now, I'm things. Now, I'm not going to front on you. I think I think that he does sometimes. He does do that sometimes. Thank you. And he, mm -hmm. and he does. He even does it when we were taking our pictures. You picked me up. He mm -hmm. said, my daddy um, picks my mommy up like that all the time. Do you remember him saying that? I didn't hear him say that. He and and you said Elijah be on some trash. You even you responded to it. You said, "Man, he." Oh be no on no some no! Trash. What he said was he didn't say my daddy picks up. He's like my my daddy used to pick my mommy up like that. 
No. I, I, that's what he said. Okay, I, well. I, that's what he said. He said, he said my daddy used to pick my mommy up like that. Okay. I remember that was some trash. Yes, and so he says stuff like that all the time. So Kai look. doesn't do that. Kai doesn't say, oh, yeah, my mommy used to. And, and, and Skylar will say things, mm-hmm. but we know good and well the intent because we know the personalities of each child. So we're not going to sit here and pretend. And I feel like now you're starting to get defensive that you're not recognizing and dealing with the facts. Well, so no, I I'm not going to say I'm not dealing with the facts. I'm just agreeing with you. You, you just brought up a couple of points and they were, they were valid. You brought up a couple of points. So again, though, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be straight with you unless we have a conversation with our therapist about this, mm-hmm. that I, th- I believe that it's precious. His time is precious. I'm not going to light this fire under him and push him to be a certain way. I am going to let him have his his personality. Now, the character, now, how can I say the character areas of opportunity? I am going to deal with those. Now, that's all I'm asking. I'm asking right. for you to not allow your child to disrespect me. I got you. Are you going to allow that disrespect to continue? Yes or you. no? We've already talked about this, right? So but I'm know. saying, but yeah, I'm so saying because it's no, I'm saying because yeah, so like, it sounds you like, you like, like yes or no, like no, we, we've had this conversation. So, but <laughs> what I'm saying, it sounds like to the listeners, and I don't know if people could chime in. It sounds like you're justifying, and you're saying I'm gonna let him do him. No, that's not and what I'm I saying. And I want to be I'm clear saying, that that's not no, what you're saying. I'm not saying I'm gonna let him do him. I'm gonna let him have his own personality. Absolutely. But at the same time, when things come up, I will address him the disrespect for whether it's you or me mm-hmm. or him. But what I'm telling you is it's a delicate situation you don't have that delicate situation you don't have her here one half of the day and here another half of the day you don't you won't ever experience that let's right. just be real you won't experience it you right. won't experience us being on a podcast talking about yeah when they're at dad's house dad is communicating this and when they come to me then you won't ever experience that right i experienced that so just like what you asked for me is to address the the issue at hand, mm-hmm. right, or the concern. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you too to also have the same patience, right, and the empathy to say, okay, this is a dynamic situation. This is just not an elementary situation. Mm-hmm. This is a dynamic situation. Prime example, you talking about uh, we had a conversation about mommy, right? How baby girl was calling you mommy, and then we got the middle child that's come and mentioned that, that talks about me, loves me, but then talks about that, that, that don't talk about, mention the other person's name. And I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't say anything to it. So just like I told mom, if, if you get what, do you understand what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So then, I don't so, know if the listeners understand So what I'm going to tell it to your listeners. So, so my, my baby girl calls Katie mom. She's called, she's called her mom. My middle boys come back and mention like the, the, the significant other of my children's mother's rap name. I didn't check them. I didn't say, hey, man, hey, bruh. And he does it, here. and he does it to get a reaction. So the thing is, is though, so I had to keep integrity. So my integrity piece is, okay, cool. If I tell mom, hey, mom, this this my household. Mm-hmm. What happens in my household is going to happen. You can't control that. So then babe, my middle boy comes and mentions, I say, hey, I got to live by the same standard I set. I can't be like, hey, man, hey. Now, when they become adults, we have an adult conversation, that's different. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to set, set a rule, I got to follow that rule. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is I know that when he feels a certain way, he would say stuff like, is this mommy's weekend? And it's an accountability thing. I understand mm-hmm. it's an accountability thing. Like, okay, daddy going to hold you accountable. And you got to, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to get on you. 
Right. I'm going to get on you. And I'm going to get on him because I love him. Like, he had his first basketball game today, and he had some 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 areas I'm like, look, I got to improve. And I told him, hey, look, the first time you do X, Y, Z, I'm pulling you out of the game. He's like, what is my coach? I don't care what your coach say. Daddy's going to pull you out of the game. So that's mm-hmm. the conversation your coach want to have with me. He can have that with me. But that's after I pull you out of the game. But he listened. Mm-hmm. He listened. And I would say that this is one of those things that's just growing it's a growing pain. Eventually, I'm I'm extremely confident mm-hmm. that he's going to eventually get the pitcher. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm not going to beat the pitcher in him. I'm not going to pound the pitcher in him. Now, what I will do is I'm going to address the disrespect and mm-hmm. I'm going to address the, hey, your child. Yes. I'm going to address That's that all piece. I'm at. That's all what right, I'm asking. We got asking. you there with your high yellow self then. So, no, so no, let no, me no, recap. No, 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 you're trying to get tough over here. No, I'm playing. All right, never mind. Quit. So just to recap, um, so when you are faced with a difficult child, you need to recognize the need behind the behavior. Um, What is happening? And ask the question, you know, why is it happening? So we're going to evaluate the reason behind that behavior. Next, we're going to communicate it with our partner. Mm -hmm. And our partner um, is hopefully willing to um, show some introspection and humility and we're going to all ask ourselves as the adults questions like, am I open to changing a pattern in my own behavior? Am I willing to listen to my spouse or partner? If they ask me to consider doing things differently, Mm -hmm. um, we're going to, like I said, show some, show some introspection and we need to be willing to change our strategy or, or come up with a game plan as to how we're going to move forward. And in this situation, um, with with discipline like okay so now that you know that my concern is i I feel that you maybe egg the child on at times or i feel that you you make light of situations that are not to be made light of you're you realize now that those aren't jokes to me and i'm sensitive to them for sure and so we're going to change that so those are just some steps i know this was a long roundabout way but i just wanted to kind of walk through the steps of how we got to where we are so another thing we need to um make sure that we are communicating with the kids so it might be a good idea to sit down and have a conversation with um right for sure so what i would say that's my baby i heard in the back so uh, what, I, what I would say to that is, is that when you have children and they're in another household, it's always important to have a conversation with your kids yeah. on the daily, you know, and you, you're pretty much just picking their brains. Hey, what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. How you feel? You need some, something you need to talk to me about? Hey, man, you know, hey, man, I remember I was your age. Like I went through all type of crazy stuff and I went through this and went through that. F- finding a way to be transparent with your child. Like, hey, I went through this, I went through that, so then they won't feel like it's just them. Yeah. And then they'll they'll be more willing to be open with you. You know, I had a conversation Creating with my kid. Creating a safe space Correct. for conversation. I had a conversation with my kid one time, my oldest boy one time, and it, like, led to something that was crazy. I'm like, man, this is... I, I used to have conversations with my dad. You know, when, when, he would, when he would come around, he would talk to me. What's going on with you? What's up? Talk to me. You know, what's up? You want to know about this? You want to know about that? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like adapted that and said, I'm going to do that with my kids. Because you, you want your kids not all around you all the time. They're around other people. They're around other people's people's 
right? And you want to make sure your kids are safe. You want to make sure your kids are seeing things, seeing life in the in the correct lens, into where they're not being abused, right? Uh, they're not somewhere unsafe, right? They're not feeling unsafe. They're not thinking crazy. And so I would have these conversations with my kids. I have conversations with my oldest boy. He ended up revealing some stuff to me. And I'm like, oh, daddy about to like, oh, daddy about to go on 10. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's really about about having those conversations with your kids. So with my, so with the, with the middle one. So what I do with him is I ask him questions. Hey, man, talk to me. What's going on? How you feel? Now, now I'm, I'm actually, because I've been, I told my, I told both of them this before. I've been six and I've been nine, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, when you feel comfortable to have a conversation and you're not comfortable with having a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So I have those kind of, hey, what's up, man? Talk to me. What's going on? How you doing? What's up, man? How you feeling? Mm -hmm. You know, right? We had, we had conversations whether or not the kids had crushes on each other, right? They right. had crushes on Kai, right? right? right or right. Kai had, so I'm, hey, man, what's, come talk to me. Hey, man, you like no okay well talk to me what you feel so just having those type of conversations the uncomfortable conversations and then your kids and let them know they can be transparent with you but creating that safe space to where they're not like hey if i tell you the truth you're gonna flip out on you're gonna me. flip out on me but i'm gonna tell you the truth and i'm gonna expect you to be dad and you're gonna love on me and you're gonna like help navigate me through that and be receptive right and i think i think that's kind of like a hard space as a father to feel like I want to be best friend, but I want to be dad. Because mm -hmm. best friends, I'm like, oh, man, what? What? Oh, man, I got you. And then dad, like, hey, man, you lost your mind? But it's like I need to find a balance with that because if your kids feel they can't be, I can't go to my dad and my dad is my best friend, but my dad has it for the best interest or mom, whatever it may be, they may go somewhere else. Right. So just creating that safe space, man, uh, for your kids. But with my middle one, hey, what's going on? Talk to me. Yeah, definitely. For sure. All right. So thanks, guys, for listening in <clears throat> to another episode. Just wanted to give you that recap so that you um, so that you can kind of hear in a more concise way. This was a lot of information and a lot of details. It was. Um, and this is also us kind of picking up on um, – other conversations that we've had, not as in probably as in depth as this. This one was a good one, but though. this was a good conversation to have. And you just, um, I think it's important that you talk to your partner and you communicate and you come to situations like open minded and um, ready to like come up with action some. plans and like resolution. Like, don't be issue oriented and keep talking about like the things that have happened. Like, be more results oriented correct so i'm gonna say this one thing i would appreciate is that prior to recording this podcast katie called me she told me what she wanted to talk about i say come on now and i knew it was gonna be a tough conversation but i'm glad that i would encourage more couples to have communicate just just tough conversations. just tough conversations so no matter what it looks like just had a conversation uh i would i would advise for both individuals to be receptive I wouldn't even lie to you to tell you that this conversation is going to end here on the podcast. It's not. It's right. It's so it will carry on to, which is a good thing because mm -hmm. this is not just for show. This and that's is not like, in a bad way. No, it's, it's not at all. So this is what we do. Right. So it's like, right. So it's like, Hey, and I, and I, I would say like, you've brought a lot of things to my attention. I'm like, okay. I didn't really look at it like that. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
and I've adjusted those things. I'm like, okay, cool. It, it makes every, it makes good for everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I would say that I'm, I'm thankful for that. I really am thankful for that. I'm not, I'm not opposed to having hard conversations. Men, if your woman wants to bring up a difficult topic, just have the conversation, man. It may be yeah. very uncomfortable. Don't let your pride set in and be like, no, what's going to happen is just going to happen. And then you're going to tell your boys, like, yeah, she just told me about, bro, you know, you have a conversation with your boys. I don't know. Nine hours out of the day. Not not even nine. That's over-exaggerating. But a third of the day. And then you got you with your woman and your family for the rest of the day. So whatever it is is important to her. And ladies, ladies, likewise, whatever it is is important to your significant other, make it important to you. And have the tough conversations, man. Like even with... Um, you know, Katie, she got this turtleneck T-shirt, you know, and um, I just, I don't <laughs> get it. I said my crew neck collar is it's way not too crew, thick. It's a turtleneck <laughs> T-shirt. So I he's mean, calling it neck, a turtleneck T-shirt. Crew neck, I'm sure there's some like, some some definite, like, hey, like these dimensions are a crew neck. Now, the, 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 the turtleneck, though. Is what you got going on, but okay. So thank you so much for listening in. Um, we love you guys, and we will keep bringing you this very raw content. Like yeah. I said, this is this is not scripted at all. So um, this is just us and how we work through our um, issues. So for sure. love you guys. Love you, Bear. I love you too. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Stay Stay blendish. Bye.